Oh, internet? Should we talk about the internet? I, I've been thinking about whether internet is is the exact right idea to do if it's larger or bigger. Um, if if there's if it's if we should do a larger or bigger idea, but no, I mean, no, I'm, I haven't. Was, I haven't thought of anything else. I th- I think internet could be. I think maybe internet is the one to rank. Because mm. otherwise, I mean, it wouldn't preclude us still doing social media. It wouldn't preclude us doing um, information technology. We could, just, yeah. I think it, I'm, I'm not uh, actually the, that interested in it. Okay. In doing yeah, it I, maybe, yeah. maybe. True. 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 Disclosure. Full disclosure. Maybe that was why I hadn't come to the table with it either. I'm like, I mean, as listeners, the interesting thing about this podcast is that um, we have to rank every idea, whether we like it or not, yeah. eventually. But I definitely intend to start with the four or five hundred that I'm most interested in to begin with. Man, the last two thousand episodes. Yeah, I was thinking that episode ten thousand nine hundred eighteen, oatmeal they won't be but slog, with water. They won't. That's it. They won't be a slog with um. They won't be a slog for the listeners, but they'll be a slog for us because we won't uh want to listen. They, yeah, it might be a better podcast by that point. Yeah, well, that's um, the cruel thing. We'll we'll have just we'll have mastered all the processes and um a rapport, and you know it will just be the most entertaining thing on the world, and and we'll, we'll just be so dead on the inside. Well, also the two of us will be fused into one uh like co consciousness by that point. Um, you know, unlike unlike the huge uh you know, divisive, um, binary that we are at the moment. I, um, uh, I just quickly, um, to derail from actually picking the topic of the episode. Um, so last, last episode I was talking about how I thought putting the, um, list up would get us, would get us some type of, uh, traction, like some traction from people in a way that we hadn't beforehand or allow people to kind of witness the premise playing out in a more uh, visceral way. And I mean, I don't know, at the very least, it was more interaction than any Facebook post we'd ever gotten had before. Yeah. It reminded me that um, I, whilst I love making stuff, I um, have like a, an awful relationship with um, having it being received in a way that I have to interact with. <laughs> like <laughs> people are like, this is wrong. I'm like, who cares? Like, what? I, I, of course it's wrong. How we, who's going to do this right? <laughs> don't talk to me. I mean, Please just leave me alone. <laughs> I mean, obviously my, whereas on my take, I'm like, I mean, plenty of other stuff I do is wrong. Nothing. I, I, I definitely don't feel that way about rank ideas. Like, you know, yeah, I should say that. So, so, so far I've been completely uh, confident in every one of our rankings. And, um, uh, so yeah, I feel also, you know, I've just ripped off any, any comment replying persona I have is just ripped off from all the people on the internet who I think do it best, which is just, you just, you just, um, uh, cruel and dismissive. Yeah, and, it, is, um, it is without yeah. a doubt the only way to be truly funny. Yeah, um, and um, and uh, yeah, and and I plus uh, it was interesting. It, it was so easy to see who had or hadn't listened to the actual episode. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, it was it was immediately clear. Like, yeah, but how, that's so ridiculous. How can you think that? Well, like, well, you know, there's a thirty minute uh, treatise and process <laughs> that we've, that we've uh, under, undertaken to explain those thoughts. You don't need to ask now. Which they which they may or may not agree with, but, mm. but yeah, they could they weren't they weren't tackling it uh, they weren't tackling us on our argument. They were tackling us on the general group uh, societal intuitions about the ideas, which you know just proves that this podcast that they're clearly not interested in actually listen to listening to perfect uh, podcast for them. Yeah, um, yeah, be good. Um, so I don't know the the idea that did come up because um, there was uh, one particular comment that was talking about the idea. Um, of the idea that we'd ranked, ranked fairness too low, which obviously was the one I'm most confident about where we've ranked. Yeah. But was talk was talking about um, 
the the idea of it being problematic to have rules um, without fairness. And that made me think I hadn't thought of rules as an idea. Um, and that one, I don't know, I instantly had strong uh, emotional responses to the concept of rules, which made me think it could be good. But also episode 31, like I feel like we're almost, it's, it's almost like a soft um, new little bracket of episodes that we're beginning doing the list maybe just made me feel that way. Should we do something a little bit um, zippier and friskier um, for this one. Yeah, sure. look, I'll I'll um, let you decide by offering you something zippier and frisk, and and perhaps even flippant. But I'm sure through the interrogation, it won't be. Um, what about like cruise ships, or like going hmm. on a, going on a cruise? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since we've done anything like that. It's a distinct idea. Like it's not. It doesn't feel like it's doesn't overlap super, with anything else. We know what it looks like. Yeah. No, it, I mean, it overlaps with all ideas overlap with a bunch of stuff, but cruise ships feel like they're definitely a, they're definitely an idea that someone had at some point that had big consequences. Yeah, <laughs> let's yeah, terrific cruise ships. Let's do it. Pinging through the ether like a giant emotion, this lotion, this lotion. Sometimes commotions, sometimes no commotion. Rank ideas, take them to the bank ideas. Welcome everyone to the Rank Ideas podcast. You're with myself, Chris Andrew, and Nick Deladovic, and we are on a mission to what, Nick? We're here on the podcast in the ear space to uh, take every single human idea, discuss them each systematically, and after we discuss each one, we put it onto a list, a giant master list of best to worst. We are figuring out how each idea that the human race has come up with um, ranks in order. Conclusively and exhaustively. Yeah, all of them. We're doing them all, uh, one per episode. And today's one of the episode is Cruise Ships, uh, suggested by uh, album launchee of the day, <laughs> Chris Hendry. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying that so. I'm saying that so he has to now include a link to uh, his newly released oh, uh, sweet, album. Yep. Uh, the self is it self titled? Is it self titled? It Andrew? is self titled. Yeah. Which is yep. a bold, um, bold, bold move. Uh, I've, I've, uh, heard all the songs from it. I've heard the recorded versions. I've heard the live versions. Um, I, I only, uh, say I like things that I actually like and, um, uh, but that's irrelevant to this cause I love this record. Oh. So, um, go out and listen to it. Um, you notice that, he very I mean, craftily didn't say whether he's telling the truth when he declares that he loves something. <laughs> There's always a loophole, Nick. <laughs> He knows my tricks so well. Yes, they call me Loophole. That's the name. That's my nickname in the uh, Hogan's Heroes es- escape crew that I'm a part of. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, cruise ships is a great topic. Actually, the more I think about it, in the in the three minutes since you brought it up. But um, yeah, I mean, for those who have never heard of the premise of a cruise ship, uh, Chris, what are they? What is it? What's the what's the big idea? A cruise ship. Uh... We, we were talking about taking a cruise, not just the ship, because, you know, ships, we know what they are. Um, we also know what cruise ship trip cruises are. Uh, a cruise is a leisurely journey that you take on a boat <laughs> that takes you back to where you started, I guess. Yeah, I feel like the um, intrinsic uh, stripes of the context, because it's not just like any um, sea no, voyage. It's, it's extended. Yeah, the inherent in it is the idea that it happens at a, le- at a leisurely rate, which allows for um, either a lot of like either a lot of stops in places of interest, and or let's just, let's say with a lot of other passengers as well that you that you don't necessarily that you or most, that you don't know. 
that yeah that, that aren't yeah this that aren't inherent that, that it's not baked into the premise that you know anyone you're you're a paying customer amongst paying customers um and yeah to me uh common to the idea of cruises are the idea of lots of activities um mm-hmm. that are that are facilitated or varying degrees of mandated or opt in or opt out on on the actual uh voy- on the actual uh ship and uh maybe some theming either of various either of particular nights some micro theming or a macro theme i mean uh i'm a particular obsessive um analyzer of the modern phenomenon of this of celebrity fan cruises or kind of um is, is that why you like, did your baby I, freeze celebrity fan cruise yeah is yeah it? my um I, I yeah, never heard of, uh, i've never heard of another one it's um so we were just yeah my my band um baby freeze we did at you are here festival back in 2015 i think we did maybe maybe later than that we did later. a um yeah we did a uh we rented this awful boat that um you can rent for bucks nights on uh, bachelor parties on Lake Burley Griffin that, you know, fits uh, a couple of dozen people. And we uh, staged a baby freeze VIP celebrity fan club fan cruise where the guy, where we made the, put the audience into the character of like hardcore baby freeze fans who had to like be in this tiny sweaty space with us and um, do, do a bunch of baby freeze uh, themed um, activities and events and listen to us play. But, um, but we just ripped that off from, you know, there's from, various phenomena there's a backstreet boys cruise there's a new kids on the block cruise wow. there's so many there's a weezer cruise these all um, sound great there's a weezer cruise bare, bare naked ladies like uh there's and then as you can imagine once once uh it becomes a little cottage format onto itself um you can go on stuff like just the 90s post grunge band cruise where it's where a bunch of bands who aren't big enough to have their own crews kind of join forces so you're mm-hmm. on there with like sugar sugar ray and um you know fuel and a couple of bands like that but um yeah and and you're on there with the band uh at doing various uh events that are kind of loosely and sort of laboredly themed around the band and their songs they probably play uh uh anecdotes i've heard my a friend of a friend went on the backstreet boys um cruise and uh you know, had a uh, contact. Uh, one of the one of the band members, one of the Backstreet Boys's wife, ran dance classes. You know, whatever they can think of to do. And yeah, to me, just the idea. So of the thing I wanted, the, Yeah, the thing I needed. To, the thing that made me obsessed with it is just that idea of that enforced proximity of the audience to the band and the band to the audience and the tense negotiation that that would be in terms of boundaries and um, various various metrics of safety uh, and how much that just that sense of buy in. Yeah, that you know, don't want to get too derailed talking about everything that's um, uh, in that micro idea, but it does relate to this larger idea of the cruise ship as its own closed ecosystem, yeah. a, a, a bio a biodome. And I mean, obviously, uh, currently the um, as as this podcast is being recorded, the uh, very specific biodome functions of a cruise ship is is coming under public scrutiny in a, in a way that is maybe making people vibe less on the idea of cruise ships. But let's uh, actually apparently let's, not. Apparently, tickets are um, uh, ticket sales have gone up. But I mean, it may be because they've had to offer a whole bunch of discounted rates and things like that. But people are still queuing I, up to go on them. I guess one thing that a cruise company could do at this point is just pivot and make that make it a selling point of just being like, yeah, you uh, isolation cruise ship, like you know, just the idea of um, get on everyone, get on everyone who who uh, knows that they're uh, clear, jump onto this cruise ship and we'll just stay on the ocean until everything blows over. But um, but separate to that, just what do you think is appealing? Um, what is appealing about the idea of um, going on a 
going on a little floating island reserve that puts along gently with a bunch of yeah potentially you often with a bunch of strangers but yeah go, going in it feels like the separateness the kind of yeah um, the the mini world vibe of a cruise ship uh, yeah i think the yeah, mini world you, like you know you're not you, you're sort of also um you know you're abrogated of any responsibility you know you don't have to worry about where you're going or how you're getting there you don't have to worry about uh, you know what's on offer your your job is to just consume entertainment and food and comfort and, and like you know it's like they use the word luxury in all their marketing um because i think that that's that's really what it, it's it, that's the idea that they're really selling that that you just you know you, you make your one-off um purchase or one-off decision um whereas if you, you know if you're traveling and you go to all these places it can be difficult you have to you know figure out where you're going to stay you have to figure out how you're going to you know what's what is there to see what's worth doing you're on your own as well potentially or mm. you know just with your family unit um but the idea that you can go just float around to all these wonderful places you would potentially otherwise never visit um and and cram in entertainment and relaxation yes there's the downside of sharing the air circulation of 2000 other people that you don't know but um that's not historically um such a grim specter and i think i think that that's like there's I, I, when when we do come to talk about tourism and um holidays and travel there, there are other topics that i'd like to cover I, like i i'm often pretty um circumspect because the the idea that um much as much as there's uh, where we talked about fulfillment there's um an idea that uh a sort of false idea that you can you can get to completion in the same way i think um tourism and luxury and travel often have like a a getaway component that sort of doesn't helpfully sit against your regular life in the way that i that i experience it uh because it's sort of marketed like a you know just just get away from it all disappear from it all like Mm. what what is what is it that you're getting away from like yourself like it's ridiculous like if but but i think that that's where the appeal is you know you you don't have to make any decisions you just your job is to eat a buffet and see a movie and if you're on the backstreet boys um cruise um yeah enjoy that <laughs> get, do a, I was hoping do to a, end that with one of their a, songs, but I don't, I'm not clever enough to do it. <laughs> do, a, do a Muay Thai uh, boxing session with um, Danny, the Backstreet Boy. I, I don't know what the names of any of the Backstreet Boys are. Aaron Carter. Strange, strange for me. They're Aaron Carter, Backstreet Boy is, is, is <laughs> the, full, the full name. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, the, um, he wants it that way. There we go. There we go. But the, um, yeah, but the, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's funny. Yeah, escapism will be a great idea to rank and um, on its own, and one that I am instinctively leery of. But the, um, yeah, I, yeah, I guess in a simple way, that idea of, um, yeah. So, so you've you've kind of separated into two useful things there. One is the idea of that getting away from it, all that separation, uh, which levels up from just because it feels like in some ways cruises are just a leveling up from the idea of just a hotel or a resort mm. um and and the thing that a basic hotel or resort already gives is the other thing you were talking about which is that idea of like let us take care of everything you are there to, you are a guest you are there to be served it's interesting right the like because the idea of a guest it feels like that's something there's something uh, much more ancient there the idea of getting to be a guest which is almost yeah I'm, I'm thinking of it now. It's interesting. The capitalist extract, uh, abstraction of the idea of what a guest is um, from what a lot of people's experience of, you know, having someone in their home, for instance, as a guest or being a guest in a home and all of the quite lovely, uh, if fraught, um, narratives around uh, treatment of someone as a guest. Hospitality, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's almost like, yeah, I mean, I'd or, it's already interesting, the idea of if you go to a hotel or a cruise or um, – 
even a restaurant, that idea that there's been a, a med- there's a mediation of that care. Like, cause really it's, it's, um, uh, capitalistically codified care, but it's still care. It's the idea of like, we're going to, we're, we're caring for you because you're a paying customer, yep. but, um, but the thing that you are purchasing is to be cared for is, is care and specifically care that doesn't have to be reciprocated. Like, yeah. um, the, yeah, the idea of like the way you reciprocate is just by soaking it up. Um, and, um, yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I can see this, I can see the reptilian appeal of that. Like, um, I've had, I've enjoyed the reptilian appeal of that. I haven't been on a, I've, I, my experience, I've been on a two day cruise. Have my, you? Yeah. To, um, like five years ago, uh, my girlfriend at the time, Adelaide and I went on a cruise of, um, how long Bay in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And, um, we had been staying in Hanoi with a friend, um, who had just kind of, wrecked us or one of Adelaide's other friends uh wrecked us to a had a friend at a travel company who just sorted out a uh, a cruise of the bay for us and I think we were expecting it to be like a classic because they have a lot of sort of student price you know like rat infested boats and we I think our because uh, we got a friend of a friend to kind of get us this deal um and I think they just sort of assumed oh you know westerners they'll want something luck so we ended up on this comically and you know quite cheap because of, of the exchange rate we ended up on this comically luxurious boat like it was called the dragon legend 2 oh. and it had um yeah uh every every meal was like a six course like uh french uh vietnamese like um fusion banquet and um there were all these mandated activities that you weren't allowed to opt out of <laughs> like just lots of just <laughs> that's lots a of culture visit. oh i love that yeah yeah, like yeah. um, you know, s- swims and snorkeling and be- and um, uh, games and things, and uh, and the rooms are comically big and everything was comically big, um, and uh, Vietnam, so there were bidets everywhere, and um, but the but the funny part was it we we timed it just so uh, there'd been people like there were communities living on Halong Bay for for uh, since the nineteenth century at least, and um, it had been this become this controversial thing, and the uh, vested interests holding power in the in the area had finally gotten rid of them all uh like the floating the famous howling bay floating villages had all had all been just evacuated freshly when we were there but weirdly they a tour of the little of the floating villages the kind of um picaresque floating villages was still a part of uh, still an official part of the tour like they hadn't kind of worked it out so we were basically given a tour of a floating of a floating ghost town like i remember just I remember specifically walking into a schoolhouse that looked like it had been deserted, had been evacuated mid class. Like it was like the Mary Celeste, but that's like a schoolhouse. It was so disturbing. That's, that's, that's an experience. That's great. It was actually, it really drove home everything. Yeah. Just a lot of the intersectional factors of what tourism and, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, of what the whole thing is. But you can see here, here's the tears of the mother leaving her. Exactly. But the thing that makes the thing that feels to me relevant about the idea of what you were saying before about the reality of getting away from it all versus uh, versus the premise is um, Adelaide and I both got food poisoning like the, the day that the cruise began. Mm-hmm. And um, so we didn't have an amazing time, as in we were kind of having we were having this funny comical time. We were in ridiculous luxury, but our bodies were in disease. So like uh, the idea to another me, nice intersection and probably a common one. Yes. Yeah. And the, uh, but yeah, and well, it is, it's, it is a common one. Like it's, it's one of the, like the classic go-to jokes of any 
movie that set that has a scene on a cruise or whatever it's yeah. seasickness or illness or just mishap and um yeah just this idea that uh the idea of planning towards discrete periods of time that will be the transcendent period of time for your existence is just i know this is a, a dumb obvious statement but still like considering how much is organized around that idea in the world it's such a risky idea like as in the uh, the chance of just a random thing happening that means that the time will not be what you've put so much planning into um uh through the roof and i mean i don't that's probably into that's getting into interrogating holidays so maybe let's not go down that road too much yeah yeah um uh, we're gonna get more into i think the substance of what what it what it is that that makes a cruise unique because i feel like um uh, just anecdotally i feel like uh people fall pretty strongly um into a cruise is a fine thing and I'd like to do one or a cruise is a disgusting thing. And I can't believe anybody wants to do them. And I think that, I think that there's uh, maybe that tracks a, against, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's a, Oh, I don't know if there's a class element. Um, I mean, there's class elements and everything, but I don't think that's a definitive one. I think, I think that some people just don't like being trapped or told what to do. And I think that there's, that's a, that's a core comfort of, for the, for the cruising lover. <laughs> Adelaide and I were very shirty about not getting to just lie in the lie in the comical room when we wanted to. The fact that you even pointed that out says something to me because, like, I wouldn't even notice something like that. I'd be like, it was so great, you know. There was always something to do. (laughs) (laughs) Which again, like, yeah, we were we were horrible brats. And look, obviously, every time we would then go on the activity after being sooky about it, we'd have we had a lovely time, you know. And yeah, they were just they were just trying to tell us that they knew better than us how to enjoy the place that we were at. Um, but yeah, it does show, but it is, but you're right. It's personality type thing. Like my, I'm the sort of person, and maybe it's because my everyday life, I'm kind of self-driven to do a lot of things, um, to have a lot of projects. Like to me, there is, there's a whole other half of me, like a real half that my real fantasy is about just a day where I have no, literally no scheduled, Mm. uh, things, activities, nowhere I have to be and nothing I have to do. Um, and that's more my idea of a holiday. And I've definitely, I've been on, I can roll with an adventure. I've been on adventure holidays that have, that, uh, have been great, like activity-based holidays, but mostly those have been good. Those ones still rely on me saying it's me with someone who's very keen to do that. And me just being like, yep, great, let's do it. Because if it was up to me, like a whole, and maybe this is why I don't go on whole, I don't go on many holidays. Um, it's a, it's like my life is already extremely. Well, yeah, I was uh, actually going to say that uh, that's something that will come up when we talk about that topic. Inevitably, I feel like we're pretty yeah. similar in that, like we spend a lot of time, we spend a lot of time doing what we want to be doing, and I think consequently, there's then no allure in like, um, you know, ab- abandoning that just to finally be able to, I don't know, exhale or something like that. I don't know. For, for, yeah. for me, that's the case. Like I, I wouldn't, I can't imagine wanting to go somewhere and not then thinking, Oh, I wonder what I could do there. That would be fun. Like, yeah. I like, I, I, um, I'm very spoiled. Um, yeah. with my everyday life. Also the other thing that I've been spoiled in is I've done a couple of trips that are, um, as, as working in the arts, just as and doing art stuff, I've done residencies and, uh, and a residency in a place, man, that is the best. Just the idea of going somewhere, being, being, um, uh, put up, you know, being, uh, put up as a guest by people in the local, who in the local arts, uh, community and, um, shown the place through their eyes and getting to work on a cool creative project. Uh, must be so nice. Like, yeah, no, no holiday could possibly, I mean, you know, even, I mean, obviously the, uh, the, the, the album that I, uh, am it's, it's uh, going to continue to, um, put into the conversation because you launched it today. Um, you went to, um, 
hungry to record that. And I mean, that, that's, that would have, that's every, yeah. what you described to me sounds pretty um, fantastic in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like halcyon days, you know, I used to, I used to think until, until probably that year, I thought that every year of my life was better than the previous one. And I still kind of think that, but like, look, I don't know. I was looking back <laughs> at those photos yesterday and I was, of the, of the time when we recorded it and it was just like, yeah, it's hard to, for me, it, it just matched so nicely against what I want to be doing with my sort of perfect time. Yeah, working yeah. really hard on something that I really like, and yeah, you know, there was physical physical exercise built in. There was good food built in. There was care, reciprocated care, and yeah, mm. and a big creative project to tackle with, with with having to constantly learn and struggle to to get new things, and then being rewarded by being able to do them. Oh, and then ending mm. up, ending up with a product that's you know that's that I really like and I'm proud of. Like yeah, it was it it ticked, it really ticked every box. Um. But why, that type of thing can exist on a cruise, and I feel like a cruise can be that type of thing to some people. Like you know, we're, we all have different. Like it's it's an industry for a reason. I don't think it's an, an industry that's um, tricking people. You know, like I feel like people go on them and enjoy them and go on them again. I mean, let's let's um, not miss some of just the mundane splendor and beauty of uh, that is trading on, which is a the ocean is rad. Like mm. the ocean is the ocean is a wonderful place, um, and it's a. Uh, like and to see more than one specific, place in a trip is cool. Yeah, and you know it's a very specific. Um, it's yeah, it's a very it's a very specific and mediated way to experience the ocean and to experience other places and to experience your fellow human beings. And it's you know and a weird and absurdist one. But I uh, I have a lot of room in my heart for things that are weird and absurdist. Fun, fundamentally, I know that if I went on like a full bore like three week cruise, it's it's not something I'd like. I'm likely to do just because there's fifty other things I'm likely to yeah. do. Especially yes, but also I know that if I went on one, I would generally have a good time. Like if they uh, didn't exist, if they didn't exist, and somebody said uh, said to me, "Hey, I've got this idea. You know those big ships, those big commercial liners that people are using to go around everywhere? Like, yeah, why don't we do one up so that it's like super comfortable and we just have like fun? We just put on like you know have good food, we have like lots of people have lots of things to do. Basically, anyone can do what they want." And we go check out these interesting places. I, I would be like, that sounds like a fantastic idea. Like, like if, I remember the first time I heard about party buses. I was like blown away. I was like, that's the coolest concept ever. Obviously, party buses are really gross. Yeah. Cruises are not something that have appealed to me at all in any way. That I've, been, I've never even looked into one of, or thinking about doing it. Um, but uh, there's something in the idea that I think is is cool. And like, I wonder how much of like people's disgust for them is is because it, because what they are matches a sort of um you know uh, is structured for a market that isn't theirs so like when you were talking about the backstreet boys cruise and these other ones i'm like oh yeah that's pretty cool but whereas normally when i think about a cruise i'm thinking about um you know uh, probably a bunch of people who are um you know 65 plus who are just looking to um i don't know i don't, I don't even know just lie around in the sun and whatever and just and be, you know, shuffle around a restaurant in a, in a room and that just couldn't appeal to me less. But the, the idea, the idea of all of my interests being perfectly mapped on a boat, <laughs> exactly. that sounds great. <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm sure there are like fan conventions for things that happen in cruise format. Like there's probably a Doctor Who cruise or something like that. Yeah, right. And I mean, again, like, you know, because Could we have a rank like ideas that. cruise. Yeah. Think about it. It'd be great. You could have, um, so yeah, think about the activities you could have. Every meal is one of your, and my favorite foods. Um, <laughs> every, <laughs> every um as yeah and uh every activity like it's just the normal cruise activities like um yeah like shuffleboard or um this uh karaoke or dance sites but you just constantly 
have the idea of ranking uh, human ideas is embedded into each of them. So you're having to um, perform, you know, all the all the words to every song in the karaoke machine has been changed to just a uh, just a transcripts from these episodes as well that you're just singing um, to along to the music. Yeah. That sounds and, great. And I, mean, a, I feel like I feel it, like there's more to us than the word than the, the format. But um, you know, like, I like to think I, that we bring something to the podcast as well as people. Uh, yeah. So you know, so we. The, what I'm saying is, we get to go for free. Yeah, that's that's the main part. I, I certainly, obviously, I feel like a big, um, like an outright cliche of a cruise is the idea of just tons and tons of food, like tons yeah. and tons and rel- relatively decadent food. And I mean, you know, obviously, uh, I'm a disgusting glutton when it comes to eating, so that um, that resonates. And this thing, I feel like a lot of the things that have become, uh, you know, in the public consciousness, people who think cruises are gross and cruises are objectively gross in a lot of ways. It feels like a lot of that is just cross mapping with the stuff, the things that become gross about any um, public gatherings of scale that are, that are entertainment based yeah, sure. or just based, you know, um, uh, sleep, you know, people being sleep, acting sleazy and predatory um, or even just, you know, kind of, uh, yeah, just even, just, even just a bit, uh, sleazy and messy um yeah the the draining of mass resources um in a way that uh strengthens wealth inequality um the yeah uh tastelessness you know lowest common denominator um curation of the aesthetic experience of things you know it's uh as as cruises go as go uh music festivals as go um shopping malls as go um all kinds of things this has reminded me that um, I lied before when I said I'd never considered going on a cruise. There's a cruise I saw this year um, in March that I was very seriously thinking of going on if I if I had the money and I, I just don't have any money. But uh, but I, even then I was still thinking about it. I don't know if you've ever heard of Sir Ranulph Fiennes. I don't think so. He's um he's a I don't know what brand of um I guess psychopath or something you have to be, but he's one of those people who um, is like the first person to walk across Antarctica, you know, unaided by, you know, on his own and uh, to circuit, to, to like cross both poles by foot. And like um, he did, you know, I think when he, when he was 60 something, he had a big heart attack. And then two months later he did seven marathons on seven continents in seven days or something, you know, so mm. just, ins- you know, he was one of those insane people. He was, you know, in the British SAS. Hates and- his family. Hates his oh. family, doesn't want to spend time with them. Yeah, I think it's a little more than that. <laughs> yeah, hates existence, <laughs> has to conquer it or something like that. Um, you know, that like part, he, he that part I... he got yeah he got frostbite and you know like he, doctor t- told him you know to wait his fingers would be sore for a bit or something and he was like well no and he like sawed them off in his shed or something like you know is that it's uh-huh. that type of personality uh-huh. anyway he was running a cruise um, to see the Northern Lights and and I I, I for one I. Uh, I just came up by chance because I was at a friend's house doing the, the good weekend quiz. And, you know, that's the type of ad that they have. Um, and I didn't even know that he was still alive. Like I just remember reading about his Wikipedia, re- reading through his Wikipedia once and being like shocked. And then, um, yeah, seeing that he's still alive, but he's all, but he's like guiding these crews. I, I thought that sounded like such a fun, like what a fun thing to be, you know, under the command of this guy. <laughs> like what a, what, a, what a life as experiment um, thing yeah. to do. So I re- uh, that, that held great appeal to me. And if I, if I were um, a wealthier person, I certainly would have considered it. In a world where Captain Ahab is sadly fictional, it yeah. seems like the best possible person that could be running a cruise. Yeah. Um, yeah. And again, like that's, yeah, obviously, you know me, um, 
I like, I'm attracted to ordeal in, you know, the premise of it and the experience yeah, of it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and humans propensity to seek ordeal. Um, and it's funny because yeah, cruises are like kind of a, kind of a, a, a winning sort of weird combo of both extreme luxury and, uh, you know, uh, curated ordeal at the same time. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. There are so many ways a cruise can go wrong for, for every personality type. Like, <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, and yeah, so, so it's not, I'm not particularly, I'm never particularly attracted to things just because of just be like, I, I know there are people who are attracted to optimistic folly, but I you know that Don Quixote vibe is not my vibe, but yeah, the idea of, um, just, uh, as you, yeah, as you say, if it didn't exist, some, you'd, you'd invent it. Like you just would, you'd try it for sure. Um, in a world with, in a world with big boats, you'd do it. And I mean, you know, um, it is, it's just a weird scaling up. Like I've had some of, I've had lovely houseboat weekends with friends you know like yeah. having a ha, having a floating having a having a just just floating on a thing is is kind of nice and this is just a weird scaling up of that yeah also for it's me, leisure it's togetherness like I, I like that element as well a lot of people i know the most annoying part of um any sort of holiday or tourist situation is if they have to be around a lot of other people and i mean i i get why like you know the idea of having your own uh, boorish, uh, touristy behaviors reflected back at you from other places. So, <laughs> yeah. um, isn't it is, like hearing know, an Australian me, accent when you're in, when you're in Europe, that's it. So unacceptable. I, How dare they? <laughs> exactly. I've, I've had those feelings, but then the, um, but also, I don't know, as, as I, I like it ultimately, I like, uh, I like people in crowds and being stuffed, stuffed into, uh, rooms with lots of people. And I mean, you know, it reminds me a bit, I, I, I know the bit I would have a good time on a cruise with is just meeting other people, making random little cruise friendships for the time. Um, in the same way that when I was a, when I was a kid, like all of my family holidays as a kid was just unpowered camping at like uh, and and you know maybe we'd do it uh, do it luck sometimes in an actual caravan park and um, you know you'd you'd be there for, I'd be there for two nights and I'd make friends with another yeah. nine year old kid yeah um, and yeah have some have some deep two day uh, relation like friendship interaction. And, um, yeah, I think that's something that that's something, uh, special about holidays or trips. And I think cruise ships presents a kind of keyed up version of it. Um, but yeah, so, uh, anything else to say before we chuck it on the list? Yeah. Just that, um, with the other, <laughs> uh, the other concepts that we're ranking, we're ranking the best version of them. And I think that, um, you know, the best version of a cruise, you know, uh, might look completely different to how we typically envisage them. So that I think that will influence where it turns up on the list. Like uh, I, I just uh, really good point. Yeah. Very quickly. I just, um, one of my favorite uh, memories of my whole life was um, there were maybe 14 of us. And I only knew maybe six uh, spent a week uh, just uh, sailing around Croatia on my, 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 my cousin who I record the album with, um, he, his dad sold his house and his whole life and he bought, he's a Hungarian um, construction worker and he bought a, a 30 something foot yacht and, um, lived on it in Croatia for a while. And, uh, and he took us and some other, and it was just so fun. And because we were, because we were in that contained, uh, space altogether, we had nothing else to worry about except for the present and where we were going and, and enjoying that and, it, and making fun with each other's company. And I think that there's something something really cool about that type of thing. I would, I would hate to lose the best version of it. That's great. Yeah. I feel like maybe more than most of the other, uh, things we've ranked here. Um, this one feels like it gets massively 
upweighted on a list where the worst of human ideas are downweighted. Like, as in, yeah. you know, getting getting to be like a cruise free of if you take away um, the worst excesses of um, uh, you know un- uneven distribution of resource and opportunity, and if you take away the first worst version of um, human discourse, and if you take away the worst version of um, even just ship travel, you know, like you know, yeah, why does it, it have to be disgusting? Huge petrol. That's it. Spewing that's it. things. Yeah. yeah. If, if you're left with just the pure version of a leisurely uh, ship voyage, like sea sea voyage with um, a discrete amount of people that's still quite large, and um, it's and that and and you know like the best the best workable version of humanity is who's going to be on that ship, then that's um yeah that's a pretty good time. Um, it sounds cool. I'm going to look into my, maybe there are good cruises. I'm going to look into them after this. There definitely aren't, I would be my guess, but there would be, there would still be cruises. There would be bad cruises that I would still have a good time on. Um, Let's commission one. Yes. Why not a laser tag cruise? <laughs> there we go. That, I mean, that I believe probably exists, but. Um, oh my God. I th- Whole ship. <laughs> just, oh, how about this? Just a, just a ship where you're playing a giant game of the, the floor is lava. The ship <laughs> is lava. You're just not allowed to touch the Everyone's just jumping in the cruise. water. That's it. <laughs> um, Okay, so uh, let's start. All right, lunch. Um, if we just pick lunch as uh, as a kind of high midpoint on the list, where do, what do you think? Uh, lower or higher? Lunch is an everyday thing. A cruise is a sometimes thing. Uh, lower. And lunch, yeah. And a lot of what would be best on any given yeah. day on a cruise would be lunch anyway. For sure. Um, I mean, under that, we've got harnessing electricity. I don't think it's as good as that. No, it's not. Um, yeah. Um, I wouldn't put it above pornography. Again, yeah, I think the biggest limit limiter on it is that it's you know um, some of these thing. other things are great every day. So uh, mail jobs, cheating—it's just a, you know it's it's kind of a top heavy list at the moment. There's a lot of good things here. Yeah, um, I'd have it above cheating. I think cheating does have a lot of pros and cons. Whereas, yeah, the cruise ships were kind of finding, uh, yeah, like uh. the. The denuded, the, it's it's so denuded and benign. Uh, if you have things below it, although I don't know, I, I think I feel like cheating. Um, I think it's it's the argument where the cheating, like I feel like cheating is still a good part of the list. Like I feel like I'm still warm on cheating. Yeah, 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 yeah. And cheating can think be about, so c- cheating can be critically important. A cruise can't be critically important. Yeah. Also, you could do some fun, use useful, edifying cheating on a cruise. That's for sure. You, <laughs> yeah. you could do all the awful. You could do all Famously. the awful of it. Yeah, yeah. But you could do like yeah, you, you mean like be, a like set up like a you know a tax evading. I don't know some unjust tax. I don't. Sorry, I'm trying yeah. to think what's 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 the optimal use of a cruise. I mean, che- I mean, I mean cheating at volleyball. All right. <laughs> um, I think it's definitely better than inheritance, which is below cheating. Yeah. Um, inherent. Yeah, better than inheritance, which is better than marriage. So yeah, actually, yeah, I think it is. Whether it's so jobs and cheating, you think it's you think it's worse than jobs? I've just I've I've really uh, you know bought myself into the vision of what a good cruise can be now with excitement. Mm. But but I think a job like the best version of a job is. Um, as much as I hate um, elements of the idea of it, is 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 you're getting better at doing something, and and you know it's it's the main thing that you do, and you know if in a good society you'd be doing something that you were good at and was rewarding to you and rewarding to the group, um, and I feel like that's allowed- probably better than a cruise. Again, it, it, at its best version. 
if we're allowing for um, cruisers to be the better and better version of themselves with other stuff gets downweighted, we have to treat jobs the same way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yep. jobs is better. Um, and, yeah, look, my thought, exp- my thought experiment that I tried to use to prove that it was uh, worse than cheating maybe made me feel like it's better than cheating <laughs> just because, yeah, again, right. cheating has – Cheating has so much destructive potential still for everything that's good. Whereas, yeah, cruises, uh, yeah, cru- cruises have very little destructive potential other than just um, the the general risks of um, group. The other uh, things humans bring to everything. Yeah, of large scale congregation in particular, which is not a thing, which is still a thing that I think has uh, has plenty of pros. So, it's actually yeah, I reckon- funny the collective hatred that cruises are attracting at the moment because of the um, because of the you know, the pandemic situation, like everybody, I find it so funny that everybody becomes so angry at very specific things, but it's always the things that they're not doing, you know, like no one's getting angry at like, mm. oh, and everybody's going to the supermarket once a week or, you know, like, I mean, people are even angry at that, but. Um, it's like whatever you do, whatever you do or don't, however you do or don't analyze the complexities of, of an issue, like say the wet markets, like it's mm. very easy to, very easy to rip on when you're not, like it'd be different if, um, uh, you know, there was proof that um, COVID had issued out of um, like the bunning sausage sizzle. Like, yeah, that would yeah. be. <laughs> well, I mean, then like I saw somebody did a poster at the wet markets and like you know we like what, what, if you're going to be angry at that, you got to be angry at Australia for having live export. I'm like, yeah, I am angry at Australia for having live <laughs> export. Like, thankfully, <laughs> I've already I've pre-adopted some of these positions. Um, also, yeah, that just what I just said made me think. I hope that we have just any international listers listeners so that they'll the have bunny to Google sausage. bunning sausage sizzle <laughs> or just stop listening in horror at what, at the implications of that term. We do have some uh, international listeners. Um, and so hello to you. Hi. Uh, assuming you speak English and this is a rewarding experience up to this, <laughs> this point of the podcast, you know, just like the, the timbre of our voices, which you may also I mean, like. Yeah. It's like ASMR, but, um, uh, yeah, just with more sudden peaking and spikes. And I was thinking of doing. Some, I'm going to get into same, some ASMR. I'm going to have a secret. You name, got a good though. voice for that. Oh, it's just. I, I reckon I could just. I, I just wanted like wh- like whisper praise to people. I, th- I feel like people will like that. Hmm. Yeah. I am. Um, yeah. I. I don't like to be. I don't. I don't. I don't like uh, quote unquote relaxing stimuli. I think. Um, no, neither. Yeah. This, yeah. There's something like anything that's trying to chill me out tends to have the opposite effects. Yeah. Whereas, I need all encompassing stimuli to relax. Like if it's going to yeah. be a stimulus at all. Yeah. Yeah. I need. To, I need. I need to feel like the world is trying trying to keep me awake, and then as soon as that happens, I want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I'm just powered by contrarianism. Um, um, contrarian. Where are we? Where's Chris sitting on our list? Uh, so it's, uh, so if it's male, then it's just, if it's above, uh, jobs, which is above male, it's just below the halfway mark. I think that puts it at like 16 or 17. I wanted to put it below jobs. Did I? Yes, we did put it below jobs, um, and above cheating. Yeah. It's the new number 17. Great. On our list that now has 31. Um, that's a good, yeah. I feel good about that. Yeah. It's nice. Let's look into cruises. Good topic, good idea, and we we strayed so much over into holiday. We should do that one soon because um we've you know uh, clearly got clearly got thoughts and opinions on it, <laughs> unlike any other idea. Um, I wonder if we'll run out yeah. of them. Hey, uh, no. Um, great to great as always to record a podcast episode with you, Chris. A joy for me, Nick. Great. See you soon. Um, uh, see oh, you soon. Yep. Yeah. Nothing further. Nothing further. Sorry.
It was good. Great. Sometimes emotions, sometimes love emotions.